Hey, I'm Mama Kin. And I'm Tommy Spender. And together we're Mama Kin Spender, and this is Inside the Golden Magnetic. A podcast about the making of our album, Golden Magnetic. Hey everyone, this is Tommy. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm just here quickly to tell you a couple of announcements. Number one, huge apologies. This week we were meant to be doing Sweet Eddie and somehow we got excited, carried away, confused and did the song Cold Rooftop. And number two, we decided as a spur of the moment kind of thing, kind of learning the ropes as you go kind of thing, that we would record our podcast in a car. Uh, Driving at about 110 kilometres an hour between one show and another, thinking, yeah, it's going to be fine. It's going to sound fine. Here I am in a studio listening back and it it is really loud. So just imagine you're in the car with us. And number three, wow, we got nominated as a finalist in the Australian Podcast Awards and it's because you've been listening and thank you. Wow, we are humbled. We'll let you know how we go. The award is in a few weeks from today. So fingers crossed and enjoy. This week's podcast. Bye. One night upon a cold top. Hi, how are you? Hey. How you doing? Welcome back. Oh, thanks. Not oh, you. Oh, them. Oh, oh, them. Yeah, yeah. So this is another week of Inside the Golden Magnetic and we are currently in the car driving from Albury to Ballarat in Victoria, Australia. We've taken every back road known to man and woman and um, non-gender conforming individual as well. We've taken all the roads and uh, we're finally about an hour out of Ballarat where we'll be playing another show tonight with the John Butler Trio. But the podcast is not about that. What's the podcast about, Tommy? Uh, well, can I just rewind? I was thinking, you know, the podcast is called Inside the Gold Magnetic. We, mm. could, we could call this week's podcast Inside the Subaru Outback because we're inside a Subaru Outback. Right? We are inside a Subaru Outback. How fast are we going? Uh, we're going at 110 right now. And I don't know Who's if you can driving? hear, we're in a diesel. I'm driving, Tommy. Okay. I'm driving. Yeah, she's Let's always driving. It. Yeah. Let's face it. Well, this is literally her wheelhouse. Yeah, it's my happy place. I love driving. What are we doing this week? We are touring with the John Butler Trio. We've got uh, shows in Albury, Ballarat, Bendigo, Wollongong, Port Macquarie. But the most exciting thing that we're doing this week, oh, that's also exciting, but another exciting thing we're doing this week is that we are recording uh, three of our songs with an 85-piece choir at the ABC studio, Goosens Hall. So that's pretty exciting. That's as a far big as, sound. Yeah, as far as big dreams go, that's that's a tick. That is a tick. Yeah. What I want to know is what happened to the 15 people that... Because we were told it was going to be 100. Yeah. What are those 15 doing? Oh, they heard you sing and they were like, <laughs> nah. Nah. I'm not going to throw my voice in that ring. <laughs> I can't. I just can't compete with that kind of genius. Yeah. That's no, thinking. that's not what they thought. I like this can bring the tone of my CV down. That's what they thought. There's a... There's, we, sorry, folks, we just passed the Greek Olive Festival. Uh, if anyone's uh, looking for a Greek Olive Festival, there's one about 50 kilometres out of Ballarat. Yeah. Coming just, up soon. Just before the, the C318 turn off. Excellent. So, this week's podcast. Yeah, sorry. We are talking today about one of my favourite songs. 
Really? Cold rooftop. Is it one of your favourites? Oh my god, I love cold rooftop. Oh, that's sweet. I love the way, I love it. It's like a real classic spoon, like spoon song as far as when harmonies spoon each other. Yeah. And you can't actually really tell which one the lead is. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you reckon's the lead in this song, other uh, than mine? <laughs> Uh, I guess on a mathematical sort of like standing I'd have to say yours if there's only two to choose between and yours is the lead yeah it's probably mine yeah Um, it's awkward because I wrote the song you did but that's fine like I'm a sharing caring human okay you're singing the lead in this song let's tell them about this song you actually I'd like to hear a bit about how you wrote it okay I wrote this song up on literally a rooftop and it was cold so it is that where you got the title the title was just yeah i just i don't know i was just searching around for a title and it just came (laughs) to me um i was at that time employed by the rooftop cinema which are on the uh, fourth floor of the curtain house in melbourne um i had been employed by them to perform once a week uh, a two-hour, three-hour acoustic set of songs that was, you know, I used to say songs that I'd written and songs that I'd wished I'd written. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was a great sort of residency that I did where I, I really got a chance to learn some killer songs, which I still wheel out. Favourite one, favourite uh, cover that springs to mind, go. Uh, I, I did a cover of... Um, Springsteen I'm on fire which oh, would always yeah. kind of make drunk people get all cushy and yeah. kind of like oh. it's a great song and you do a great version of it I've heard oh. that heard that a few times too many yeah. but um, <laughs> no I've heard it and I've always remember being very struck by your particular version of it this is a this tight is little really, fucking really really no, I don't even want to be this is gnarly and naily go past it it's anyway keep going we're climbing a hill behind a, a big truck with a digger on its back and it's fucking wheeling all over the place. Yes, yeah, not good. Jesus. All right. This is no, there's no context for anyone else listening. Oh. Hello. Oh. 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 And a car just nearly got cleaned out. All right. Can you hear the diesel roar? Uh, no, not overtaking. Okay, just... Just staying here. Okay, so I'll keep talking about it while we sort of d- dice with death on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's a massive. Oh, you know what? I've really noticed listening back and creating these podcasts. I yeah. say um all the time, and I hate it. Okay, can we have a non um podcast from you? Oh, I've just did a huge um. Okay, but like from now on. Okay, I'll try from here on out. Go. I was up on the oh, roof. Jesus. It was cold. I, I remember doing the gigs. It was through the winter, the Melbourne winter, and icy. Very icy. I had fingerless gloves, and sometimes I'd be performing at this bar to literally like five people and you know sometimes there'd be hundreds of people but it was a real seasonal uh, place to attend obviously as it's a cinema on a rooftop in the middle of Melbourne so weather permitting uh, yeah it was it was a really formative time for me to write and learn songs and one time I was up there and no one was listening and I had this little phone this is before iPhones guys I had this little Sony phone, which I thought was really fancy that it could record audio, as I'd been a, a really serious dictaphoner before that on mini discs and all kind of stuff. It was my favourite thing to do. I uh, I just started whistling this melody. Uh, 
and I just kept whistling it and it felt like a nursery rhyme and I got out my phone and just recorded it right there on the spot on the, on the gi- st- at the gig yeah on the stage so you're sitting on stage recording melodic ideas via whistle into your Sony phone well there was like three or four people okay. no, I'm, not, I'm yeah, just no. setting the scene on setting a rooftop in Melbourne yeah at a at a outdoor rooftop cinema yeah okay this is great keep going and I just I, I was like that's a cool little melody I'm just gonna quickly grab that before it goes it was between tuning guitar for for a between two songs kind of moment right and I put it away and then went on and just kept playing a song and then a few days later I was like oh, I'm gonna dig up that melody because it might have something and I just I don't remember much of this point but I do remember at some point I had this demo. I was doing heaps of demoing at that point because I was going to work with this big fancy producer on a record whose name I will not mention in this podcast. But it was one of those moments where I was like really pedal to the metal trying to write as many songs as possible to impress a producer. And so I was just churning them out. So I was like, I'm going to give myself half a day to write this song. And I came up with the majority of this song in that half day, I think. But it was not properly formed, and at the time I was uh, good friends with an artist called Sophia Bruce, and I played it to her, and I was like, "Hey, it would actually sound really nice if we harmonised, or you know, kind of." Sorry, excuse me. Are you telling me that somebody else sang harmonies on this song? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, babe. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You didn't... Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Sophia, is it? You okay? Sophia. Are you out there, Sophia? <laughs> okay. I'm watching you. <laughs> she's fine. She's she's probably pretty busy. Okay. She's a um, very busy, talented artist living in the UK, I think, now, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she's watching us. <clears throat> I don't think so. Maybe no. she is. Maybe she isn't. But probably. if you are... Hi. Hi, Soph. Anyway... Yeah, so we did this demo. I got her just... She was just hanging out at my house one day and we just... I just... It was a very spare-of-the-moment thing and I, you know, it was amongst one of about 50 sketchy songs that I presented to a producer and he was like, hey, this one's got something cool. But at that point, this was about three months after when we finally were in the room together, the producer and myself, and we... Anyway, he earmarked it and was like, this is cool. Let's do something with it. We never got around to it. I did all different kinds of versions of it, uh, with a like recorded a whole band, sort of by myself playing it. say that's a cool song what's that song when I played gigs and then I was like I need I want to finish this song I really want to do something with it and I just want to find a really great female singer to sing this song with me and da 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 along came Sarah Blasco (laughs) sorry jokes Um, yeah so then at that time, I'd put out. This was three. We're going back three years now. Three or four years. Magician's Daughter tour. Five years. 
maybe five years ago. Five years ago. Did we do it? So, okay, yeah, go on. Oh, no, you're right. I know what you're going to say. The video. Yeah, the video. So, I had this song. We, I finished the lyrics and the shape of the chords and all the, the you know, suddenly the song for, had been sitting there for a couple of years unfinished with different people singing it and then I finally kind of just was like I've got to just put this this one to bed and I found I sent it to Danielle and I was like hey do you feel like singing this song with me I can't even remember whether you were asking me to record it with you or what I don't know what happened but I remember you at some stage going so there's a song there's this song I love this song I need to kind of do something with it I've got a room I've got a recording I've got a filming crew I've got a recording set up and I've got a choir and I've got our good friend Monique Dimatina to play keys. Will you come and stand in this big room with me and sing it over and over again with a choir? And I was like, yeah, of course I will. the night before so yeah just the night before I'd had a gig in Melbourne you'd had your album launch at Northcote Social Club but you didn't play that show no no and then um, I was there though no it wasn't the album launch it was something different because then once I did do the album launch you came with me and we sang Cold Rooftop that's right so it was some gig in Melbourne and I remember being on your back yeah, like there was a lot of tequila. Having a lot of tequila the night before, like three in the morning, kind of being piggybacked around a house, and then cut to five hours later, sitting with you in the lounge room. Yeah, I was like, like strumming out the chords of this thing, teaching you the song because I was yeah. like, yeah, I've organised a film crew, a choir, and a <laughs> pianist, and you better have this song down, babe. Yeah, which and you so, did. Which I did. You did. I was and, amazed. You were and, green. And then we pulled um, it together. We um, walked into this room. There's this choir there kind of the first time we'd officially yeah had I recorded Magician's Daughter by then I think I had yeah yeah it's kind of the first time we'd officially worked on something to to that level yeah and um it was amazing we stood opposite each other Monique played the most incredible keys and we sang this song over and over and over again with a good friend Glenn Wilkie um Wilk Photography um who's filming takes all our photos and and made the Air Between Us film clip yes um filming it and you know ended up with this beautiful recording and then when we came to do this project we were like cold rooftop's got to be on there we've got to finally release the song and we never released we never released it it was just a live it's just a live live recording and a live video and i really wanted this this song to be on the album because i felt like it was an important part of our journaling to that to this point yeah and um but i remember you being really staunch about it having a much eerier production and a much more cinematic kind of approach to it than just that really stripped back keys and vocals and so we went a bit nuts on the sampling of um sampling of ideas on this one uh percussion ideas and then you went you went to town stitching together some some 
yeah, soundscapes, really. Yeah, well, the funny thing with, with it is at this point, you know, I'd been working and demoing and doing versions of this song for nearly, probably by the time we got to the to that point, seven years. Wow. Sitting with a song over wow. and just reapproaching it. And by this stage, I was very confident with what I wanted to do with the production. And it was to just create a world of samples of, of just interesting imagine the audio equivalent of really beautiful detailed close-up photographs but the photographs were little sound bites of beautiful little sounds and instruments and percussions things like um, me uh, rubbing my finger on paper. paper. Here's the sound here. And then another one in here is me flicking a tag on a percussion instrument that had a little tag on it. This is the sound here. Yeah. Um, and I think we use the clacker. There's clacker. a lot of rim shots. Some weird bells. But I love, oh yeah, the bells and the little, the little kind of meditation bells. Um, and you just took all drum, this. The kick drum, which well, we, we yeah we laid the kick drum the on mallet. its back, yep, yep, and just played it with the mallets and played the rims. Beautiful, the wooden, big wooden rims on that kick drum. So yeah, and then I love that you then took that away and just made this world of your imagining. Oh, thanks. And such a such a beautiful um, world that you created, and then. Did a bit of muted piano on this with this motif yeah, here. Love this. Um, yeah, check this out. The other thing that was cool about this recording is I kind of, when I had been over in Fremantle doing some extra production stuff on your album Magician's Daughter, I had gotten the opportunity to kind of come in at the last minute of well, beautifully tracked, engineered and produced songs and you and Jan, the producer of Magician's Daughter. Jan Skubashevsky. Yes. Uh, had already created this, you know, platform and we were just looking for someone to kind of add some sprinkle in a little bit of just sort of fairy dust and I got to play with some of these songs and to sort of do what I did to this, you know, to call Rooftop. We did it. We, we, you, you sort of went there on Redwood River with... Redwood um, River, yeah. ...with Jan. You spent a whole night. I actually checked out. You guys were going deep. I was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to bed. <clears throat> And you went so deep on the soundology of the backdrop of Redwood River, creating yeah. that eerie, watery platform. Um, yeah, I, I really love, you know, for me, when you have a song and you can build some of that detailed texture in, it becomes more of a story for me. Even if a listener doesn't quite understand what yeah. they're hearing, as a, as a creator, 
it, it just makes the experience of making something so much more enriching and, and builds so much more yeah. memory and um, pull back into think, a piece when you have like, these weird sort of layers in them. It's like when you're reading a kid's a story and you give characters voices. Yeah. You know, they, that's a nice way. They, um, they really... I mean, you get deeper into the storytelling, they get deeper into the listening. It's an opportunity. It becomes more than just the story or the, the shape of the story. It becomes this, yeah, it becomes formed. It becomes realised. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you absolutely realise the soundscape on this. However, my earliest, apart from standing in that hall and playing, or standing in that large room and playing this song over and over again when we recorded the um, video that we're going to put a link to um, on the website, mummakinspender.love, if you want to go check it out. Um, we then went on tour together for The Magician's Daughter and you opened up and every night we would go into the middle of the audience, unplug ourselves and go into the middle of the audience and we would sing this song standing on chairs or tables. That's right. Um, into, into these rooms of very silence, of a very silenced audience and it was a really special time of the evening and, and since we've created this project, we had so many people say, oh man, I saw you guys together on the Magician's Daughter Tour doing Cold Rooftop and I always, th- always thought, I hope those guys do a project together. So it was amazing that mm. this, this song actually holds a very old seed for us. It, it has is. kind of been a bit of a, an anchoring along the way to kind of keep us moored to um, an idea. Yeah, because and not only the, the, the choir aspect in that original yes, recording, but that's just right. us so true. singing together in a really clear and strong way yeah. and really, as you said, the spooning sort of feeling of the harmonies. Yeah. And sometimes I talk about this um, in a, you know, when we're on stage and I talk about us learning to sing together. This was, this was our learning was to it. sing together where yeah. it was like the harmony is so close and the overall sound of, our, of the vocals is, is so kind of shaped now that that informs the way that we approach a lot of songs now it's like this yes. is this is this this is the work that we did to learn how to sing together and now we've applied that to other songs so so you really want to also when you were reimagining how you want to do this you you wanted to kind of reimagine the choir part a little bit and we sort of handed that over to virginia and and we had that one small motor that Ooh. yeah i think that was all we had and then she created that beautiful runs through the verses which is just stunning also the the great thing well i don't know if it's a great thing but one of the things with this song is there's a a split right down the middle of it between major harmony and minor harmony and obviously it kind of you know it's just really as you would explain this to a to someone who is not that familiar with music it, it goes from being happy to sad minor the minor key is renowned for sort of being mournful and kind of melancholy so right in the middle we split to telling the story in a in a minor way and um, I always love the transition in the vocals you know what else you do here you go from past tense to present tense that's right you go from like this idea of uh, Chimneys. Chimneys. You go into present. Chimneys turn to towering trees, the washing lines to leaves with eyes that burn. Ali turns to me. It's not he turned to me. That's right. It's like it's happening in real time when, that's you, right. when you go minor. It yeah. adds a really different sense of presence. and mm. I love that. And oh, talked about, we've never spoken about that before. Use the to take the 
exit towards Melbourne. Don't turn Clear towards Melbourne. Day. We are going towards Ballarat. Why does it say to take the exit towards Melbourne? Maybe by mistake I put in Melbourne. What are you talking about? No, no. Okay. Um, hope you're enjoying Golden Magnetic out there in the world. Yeah. We're loving sharing it with you. We just did WOMAD last week. That was wild. Oh, that was wild. It was amazing. We played with the um, Gospel Collective and the Jones Commentary Choir. They were a 25-piece choral machine, really. Machine. And it Go- was... Gleaming golden gleaming machine. Gleaming golden choral machine of yeah. joyous vibrational wonder. Wow. Ah, thanks. Nice. Um, and WOMAD was just incredible. It so, was. yeah. We're just we're on the road. We're doing our thing. We're coming to a town near you soon. Can you just quickly honk the horn? No, I'm not gonna honk. Just one quick. Honk. I don't want to. I'm not a honker. Can you do like? I'm not gonna. We just honk. need to prove to the people that we haven't just laid in audio of the inside interior of the car. Who would ever lay in audio? Okay, I'm gonna be the horn. Okay, ready? Go. I'm so scared. Go 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 this go. This is really big for me. Go. Oh, oh my gosh. Shit. <laughs> Sorry to all the cars in case you got a fright. Oh, I'm not a beeper. I'm offended by the horn. We need to go and make our way to the yeah. gig now. We've got sound check in about an hour. Um, thanks for listening. And please make sure you chuck us a rating and let your friends know or whatever or, or not. Or keep it a secret. Yeah, I tell you what. I've very, very excitedly been like being um, perving on the stats, guys, because I, I can look at who's listening. Well, not specifically. Not who you are and where no, you no, live. No, no, no. no, no, no or no. your GPS. No. I don't have access to any of your Nothing. details or Nothing. your social security ID. I do Nothing. have your Facebook logins. Do you? No, I'm joking. Oh, my God. But what I can see is that is it's growing. Like, people, people are, are listening, listening to, our to this, which is exciting. It's either exciting or there's a lot of suckers for punishment out there. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, being, we, can, we can barely stand each other. So, you know, what are you guys doing tuning Maybe it's like it's being used by uh, an online course uh-huh. to teach people how to podcast, to podcast as how not to podcast. Yeah, okay. So they're like, okay, this is a terrible example. Of a podcast. And then they play ours and we get better ratings. Which is good for us. Yeah, the stats. Look. Ratings, stats are stats, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's Who are right. we to argue? Okay. Hey, we need to go so you can navigate to me. All right, we're in Ballarat. Okay. Bye, everyone. See you next week or something. Oh, what's next week going to be? Quick. Oh, what's I don't on? know. Well, Sweet Eddie. Carry um, me, Sweet carry Eddie. Me. Let's do Carry or Me. Or Deep Below. Can we do Carry Me? Gary, Me- Car- Gary Mead, did you say? Gary Mead. We'll explain all about Gary Mead <laughs> and the song Carry, carry me, me next week. Bye. Bye. Something about this cheap and nasty whiskey Has me screaming for a cigarette 